0: This is Souls, the Northside Renegade, the only Who's Hotter champion as of now. You're listening to the Mankind Podcast. Let's do it. You're
1: listening to the official podcast for Tucson Hip Hop. My name is Mankind. I am your host. I'd like to welcome any new listeners and welcome back anybody who already follows the show. We have an excellent interview lined up for you today from the Who's Hada podcast competition he is the grand champion his name is soz he's going to be talking to us and chopping it up today and he brought one of the premier producers in tucson with him booth mobile and i took them to the Tejano transit center we went down there it was an excellent interview and i just want to thank you guys for tuning in week after week and i'm messing with this new format i hope you like it I do have to warn you, though, it did get a little bit windy because we were, again, on the banks of the Rito River. I guess we're going to stop talking about it and
0: get into it. So, with no further ado, I present Sos and Boof Mobile. I feel like everyone who makes rap music says it, but, like, I don't want to just make rap music. Like, I just did a fucking open mic at the Soul Soul Studios and I was singing fucking Amy Winehouse and shit. Like, I do everything. And I don't even just want to make music like I want to do every form of media. Um, no. In no way has my music been consistent at all. We've been, honestly, on some, like, getting in the studio as much as we can, just trying to make the best shit that we can. Yeah. And, uh, our creative process is literally just fucking sitting in the bedroom, because that's where where our studios are. Sitting in the bedroom, we get high as fuck, and... Like, literally, whatever comes, comes. He'll be playing a sample for, like, 20 minutes. I'll just be sitting there listening to it, writing shit. And uh when when your process is like that, when you're not, like, we have a set time to do this song. We have this going, this going. Like, your shit just kind of comes out when it comes out. But our shit's been coming out, like, strong. Like, in in a year of not, re- like, releasing steadily, we've done 100K. So, that feels really good. It feels like people are are actually fucking with the stuff that we're doing. But we have... A lot of unreleased shit waiting to come out like my next my next project is coming out very soon in the next couple of weeks and uh it's, it's gonna be called powder i feel like it's the way that everyone starts out is like we <clears throat> we we've been making music for each other like when i'm writing something i'm just writing something to get a reaction out of boof or out of our friend sorry or saigo like i'm literally just saying something that like i know they're gonna look at me and be like oh fuck like you just you just said that like my audience is them and because they're, like, in a, in a weird way, like, they're me, like, we're the same type of person, we're the same demographic, like, that, that other companies would target towards, like, other people just fuck with it, like, other people that are like us, that are just stoners, who just fucking hang out and drop acid and do nothing all day, like, they fucking, they like it. We go for such quality in our shit, that it's like, when, when someone talks about it, it okay, like, if someone comes at me and they're like, I think you could do this better in this way, and they give me genuine technical tips, like, to, to improve on something. Or if they're telling me like, I just don't fuck with the content of what you're saying. It's like, I get that. Like, don't listen to my fucking music. I don't, I don't care. Like when niggas from high school and shit start talking about how we're trash and we don't deserve to be where we're at. It's like, okay, what are you doing? We're making something from nothing. Like we're, we literally, you sit in a studio and there's nothing there. And then niggas make a beat and make, make lyrics and put it together. And if we have a fucking, a whole bar or a club of fucking a hundred people, like tweaking over this shit, I don't give a fuck. Say what you want to say about me. Like, yeah. And and if you really got something to say, like, don't say it on the internet. Say it to me. And if it's real, uh, I'll slap you in the mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Tucson. I'll never say any names, but it's made me cut out so much bullshit music that I was listening to. Like, I don't know. There's just a bunch of shit that I would listen to because I'm like, oh, it sounds good. And I still listen to to, to shit just because it sounds good. Not like... Not to say that, oh, just because something's not, like, super deep or lyrical, like, I don't want to fucking listen to it. That, that's not what I'm saying. It's, like, there's a whole bunch of shit that you can tell someone's just making music to to just kind of, like, fill time. And it's, like, if you don't have something to say and you don't... Even, like, I want to make money, that's something to say. Like, that's something to fucking say. If you if you want to, like, flex on someone and just talk about making money, like, that's something to say. I'll listen to that shit. But, like, I don't know. And I I also can't stand fucking... Sloppy fucking producing And sloppy editing Like I I sit with somebody Who I believe is the best producer In the state If not like The region Completely Hey his name's Booth Mobile This nigga is ridiculous Yeah this man is high as fuck So (laughs) Hey
2: this is Booth Mobile Your local K-pop producer (laughs) And uh I've been producing some of the sets For uh The Who's Hada For uh So's there
0: Yeah he's He's been producing Every set Not some of the sets I think I have Two songs out That are Not produced by him. And those are just like... I think both of those songs are with fucking Lil Spoon. Shout out Lil Spoon in horror movies. People don't act like they appreciate them, but we see their numbers and shit like that. They go off and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Rosenthal's class, fucking 8th grade. First period, 4th period, 5th period, 6th period, and 7th period. Yeah, middle school. (laughs) Fucking Xbox Live bullshit, like... Middle school. Like, dude, we've been friends since before... My mom knew I wanted to make music. Like since I was 11, 12, 13, like I got this nigga high for his first time ever (laughs) under a bridge. Yeah, yeah. No, No, and then I remember it was probably 2015, and they, him, and Just Say Sorry and and Saigo convinced his mom to spend like 300 bucks on Fruity Loops, and they were like, it's an investment. It's an investment, mom. And I remember she would always be like, I'm expecting some fucking money back, like joking with them and shit. I, I remember the first time they ever said that like they were making beats. I, I mean, I've been obsessed with music since I was a fucking kid. Like that's just my mom and my dad. They both and my grandparents, like everyone in my family is super, super heavy into music and like I've always wrote wrote music, you know or written music rather, fuck. My mom's an English teacher, she would kill me. Um yeah. Yeah, I've always written music forever and when I found out they were making beats, I remember one day we were sitting in his room and I was like, Oh shit, like he's making beats and I wanna rap, but nobody knows I wanna rap. So I'm just gonna sit back and I was like, Yeah, make beats, like keep making beats, keep making beats. And then I ended up leaving the high school that we went to just cause I was a fuck up and I was like, I need to get out of high school and I and I actually graduated early and I had a year off and so in that year off I was just like hanging out with some other friends of mine and making music. And this nigga one time was like, hey, I I've been making beats and they're good now And he sent me a couple beats and this was probably 2015 you started making beats 2016 I left high school 2017. I graduated in 2018 early 2018 I had just turned 18 and I was getting ready to move to flagstaff He was like i've been making beats like this is probably a month or two before I was moving And I was like, let me check them out, bro like fucking let's do it and we both had mics and mixers and everything and so he sent me some beats and i recorded this song called hills i wrote renegade from there it was it was literally just like because we've been friends for so long because we were already just like we can converse on a different level like we don't need to just talk about music and business like because we're friends, like the second that we started making music it's like, Oh, we're just hanging
2: out and this fire ass music is just a byproduct of hanging out. So we're like, are we all just we all just hung out and had fun, it wasn't like Tik no, like clout shit, it wasn't exactly. it wasn't like trying to like get attention, like we just all wanted to make some stuff that sounded good and what we listened to. Exactly, yeah. Like we we've all had kind of a similar music taste. I remember one
0: thing we bonded over hard as fucking in middle school. Him him and Saigo and Sorry and them bonded hard as fuck fuck over odd future like Uh, like i think everybody who is at that formative age then did that's why their fan base is ridiculous and just a cult following but like if you were one of the weird kids that was listening to Odd Future, then who were you hanging out with? You know what I mean? Like, you were hanging out with other fucking weird kids listening to Odd Future and smoking weed and shit. And, uh, yeah, no, like, our, our link up has been crazy, dude. Like, last, this time last year, we were doing the Renegade Project. That was just fun as fuck. And now we're doing the Powder Project, and it's just fun as fuck. I mean, it's not hard. I'm at my roots right now. Like, I'm, we're building, we're building our foundation. The first, the first couple tapes you drop, especially as a collective, like, as a group together, those are very important, like, that's, in 10 years, that's what people are going to be like, oh, their shit now is crazy, but their shit back then was fucking, was the OG shit when nobody knew, and we were pulling up to the dive and watching them with 30 niggas, like, yeah, uh, it's not hard. I, I, I don't know, we're not fucking rich, so, like, we're poor as fuck, so our roots, like, we're, we're still genuine. We're still hanging out and I don't think money's going to change us. Like, and we're fucking raised by good families. It, we are just fucking extensions. Like when I, when I talk to his mom and we, when he talks to my mom, it's like, we fuck with each other's parents. Like we get it. Like we understand why we are the way we are. And like our, our roots are not hard to, you know, nice. stay close to. Well, renegade was a concept that I would say I was probably 17 or 18 when I came up with, okay. Like I had a lot of friends in school growing up. Like I was always somebody who was friends with everybody, but I was never like deeply friends with everybody. I had maybe one or two close, close friends like him and fucking my friend Daniel Weber. Shout out Daniel Webers and my nigga Nicholas Morello. Shout out Nicholas Morellos. Uh, they're people who, since I was like a little kid, like I've, I've, I've been with, and we are just fucking weird. Like nobody is like us. Everything that we do, like either off puts people or or just long enough to where it's cool, and then they're like, oh, we fuck with you guys, and like. Because of that, and, like, because where we grew up, we grew up in fucking Tucson, Arizona, specifically, Marana, in the middle of fucking nowhere, where fucking bullshit goes down. Yeah. Bullshit goes down. It's like, nigga, we're some cowboys, bro. We're some fucking outlaws. Like, we're some renegades, bro. Like, we're young as fuck, and we do what we want. And wh- who's going to tell us to stop? Like, who? As a, as, a, as a person, I've never been somebody who fucks with rules. Like if you tell me I can't do something, it just really makes me want to fucking do it, like a lot.
2: Just some grimy shit, like 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 that's what, that's what I try to match with it is like just like some dark, some like really bumping shit. Yeah, and like in
0: terms in terms of the renegade concept, like I think my music is who I am, in my core. My music is not who I am necessarily if I see you. In an everyday interaction. Because I'm pretty quiet. I'm pretty reserved. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty chill. Until I'm either comfortable or I'm put in a position where I need to be who I am. And then at that point he'll tell you. And all our friends will tell you like I'm a fucking asshole. Like I'm a fucking asshole. And that's kind of where the renegade shit comes from. Because it's like I didn't want to name myself asshole. You know what I mean? No one's going to listen to me if yeah, I'm man. like hey I'm a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking tattooed a couple months ago to commemorate like. The first project, I couldn't be happier with it. The project, when I listen to it now, not to talk shit about us, (laughs) about ourselves, but it's like, what the fuck? The shit that we're making now is so crazy. This next project that's about to come out, which I can move into, it's called Powder. And I'm actually going to be getting that shit tattooed on my other arm. Powder is what my mom used to call me. or she still calls me. She's called me since I was born. And so she's a big fucking, like, we used to listen to Ghetto Cowboy all day. All day. And so, like, she called my brother Buddha. As a kid, like, I have a hat on right now. My hair is, is brown, but in the sun, it's it's almost red. It's really light at the top. It looks like there's powder. And I used to be ashy as hell. And so my mom called me Powder B because I was the powdered Buddha. And so she calls me Powder. And everyone, like, girls and shit and all my friends and shit, whenever she's, like, powder, they're like, oh, that's so cute and shit. So, like, I don't know. And, and this project is really just about who I am. Like, there's a song called Cursed. And... That song sounds like some fucking, like, cinematic Quentin Tarantino, like, opening a fucking movie type shit. Like, yeah, it's hard. And I just really wanted to make a project that was about who I am in terms of, like, who my mom made me to be. If you listen to the project, you might not necessarily get that message from it because I'm kind of talking about some crazy shit. If you knew me and you knew my mom, like, she's a fucking, she's a great person. She's a teacher. Been a teacher for, like, 20-something fucking years. But she's a savage, my nigga. Like, my mom's a little fucking five foot Italian Polish woman who is a goddamn savage. She raised me to be a motherfucker. Like that's that's what it comes down to. Um, I've been saying different dates for the past fucking seven months. I don't know, but I mean, it was in its infancy when I was saying that shit. It's done. It's done. It it was gonna come out yesterday. I, I initially planned for the fourteenth, but yeah, anytime. It's probably gonna come out in the next two weeks i want to do it on like new year's i honestly am just like i want to have another like fat fucking release party and i want it to be around a date that people can get to like i don't want to have it on like the 26th or 27th a couple days after christmas when everyone's with their family and shit everything that i've done in the past probably three two or three whose hot competitions have been off powder just nobody fucking okay. knows that shit yeah but in terms of like how how i feel about them that is honestly such a good fucking platform for people in tucson who like don't have anybody listening to them Cause we, we went from getting maybe 8,000 total streams this year to popping up at those shows and doing, releasing right. And we're at like a hundred K this year. Like Carl, yeah, Carlton will, he'll, he'll get you right. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good dude. I done two videos with him. I did the, uh, powder and real nigga, which I don't know if real nigga is going to still be on the project, but. That video's out, so. Yeah, but those are, those are amazing shows. We started going to those in May, and I won May, June, July, and then I couldn't compete anymore because I, I was the, I'm the champion, the only fucking champion. Just feed my ego real quick. And I, I opened in August. I think I took a break in September and October. And then November, yes, I went. I went back and I fucking competed again and won that shit again. Yeah, I'll be there next week and I'm gonna do some more shit off powder, some new shit. I've never done a repeat set there ever. Like I always bring three new songs every single time. Oh wow! And I think that's. I think that helps me stand out. Like, yeah. I don't know. If you're if you're competing there and you haven't done that, I think maybe you should because we've we've heard a lot of the same fucking songs. Yeah. And not to say they're not good songs. Like I appreciate everyone who goes out there. Like to shout out some people who go there. Like everyone in Die. Yeah. Like they're all cool as fuck. Uh. Lil Easy's the homie. My little, my young nigga. Fucking, um, Flavo. That nigga's cool as fuck. Um, Zona, of course. Ev- everyone who pops out to those shows are, we appreciate. And those shows are fun. And they're a really good fucking time if you want to, like, turn up and shit. <laughs> yeah, December 20th at the Dive Bar, I will be at the Who's Hada competition. And come, come pull up. Come say what's up. I mean, it's been getting big attention. Fucking Cole Bennett just made a fucking, or I don't know if it was Cole Bennett himself or it was just on Lyrical Lemonade's website, but I, I, don't fact check me on that. Uh, someone, they asked somebody at Lyrical Lemonade, like, where's the next place to look for rappers? And they said Phoenix and Tucson. And it, I, I think that there's something to that. Like, if these motherfuckers who are big and have money, like real money enough to change some niggas lives, hit yep. me up. S-O-Z-E, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if, if they're looking at us, that means that, this is about to blow up in a different way. I don't know why I've always felt like this. I don't know what the fuck is out here. I think it's just because I'm biased because I grew up here. I've always felt like I don't know why there's, there's not more shit in, in Arizona. I, I feel like because of, not to get fucking into some weird shit, but because of all the fucking the drug trade, and all the fucking gang shit going on in arizona like yeah it's a border town like we like it's it's real like it's real niggas got something to say you know what i mean like music music is always about what people have to say and if we're witnessing and experiencing and some people participating in some fuck shit like you gotta talk about it and i think people want to hear about that shit like we're gonna cut co- we're gonna you're gonna see some arizona drill soon it's gonna be weird i fucked with booth mobile and he's I, I encourage anybody to hit him up and pay him for beats. Even if he charges you $100 million, it's worth it. You will be fucking grateful for it. Him and Just Say Sorry and Saigo, Lil Spoon and horror movies. I got songs with all of them. And I've been talking about working with uh, everybody in D.I.E. and fucking Zona. And I've I, I've done some studio sessions but never recorded with HBK uh, Saia. That's my nigga from school back in the day and shit. Like, I fuck with him. Like, oh, I fuck with Jimmy Coltrane. I don't really fucking listen to a lot of fucking underground music right now in the past in the past eight months I've been really focused on making music and I've been listening to fucking Lil Uzi every day yeah. so eh, I mean I want to work with everybody in terms of like like if you hit me up if you live anywhere in fucking anywhere like anywhere in the world like hit me up and we can get either in the studio or fucking send shit back and forth like I just want to work with everybody like I literally want to expand any genre like anything the only thing I ever did out of state was I bought some art <laughs> Some cover art from a nigga named uh I think his name is Happy Hugo or something. But yeah, that's it. And I don't know, I wanna work with people. It's just I don't think anybody knows who the fuck I am. We're grassroots right now. Like nobody knows who we are. We're just making some crazy shit because when we drop some shit and we start we start picking up, like you're gonna know who we are and it's gonna be harder to work with yeah. us. So it's like I wanna work with everybody right now. Yeah, shout out to you. Shout out to everyone at the at the Mankind Podcast and everyone who does anything to help like anyone who who is underappreciated right now like you don't have to do this shit you know what i mean you didn't have to fucking smoke a blunt with us in my car and come out here and record in the wind and shit but like you appreciate art like and so you you did it and i fuck with that and i and shout out to everyone who's Hada and this nigga look him up on fucking soundcloud booth mobile and shit, look me up on SoundCloud and Apple Music and Spotify. Shows I have one song on there called Tommy Shelby. If you don't know what the fuck that is, watch Peaky Blinders on Netflix right now. right now. Best show in the fucking world. Yeah, we got some. We got some dumb shit coming. Hell yeah. So yeah. What's
1: up, mankind? This is El Aron representing Blazing Not Hits 91.3 KXI. Just sending a quick shout out to Mankind Podcast. Everybody doing their thing in Tucson hip hop.
0: Shout out to everybody supporting the scene. 2019, 2020, here we go. Much love, y'all. Yeah. A real quick special thanks to our man, The Lotto. He is on SoundCloud and Twitter, at The Lotto. This man co-executive produced The Renegade Project, and he is a monster. Go check him out.
2: Hey, this is Boove Mobile, and you're listening to the Mankind Podcast. I started with a, a few friends there back in my freshman year, probably, probably this summer, going into freshman year. Um, just making beats here and there, um, uh, my friends probably would just, you know, write some words here and there and, you know, they, they'd fuck around over the beats. It it was nothing like really crazy or nothing like really like, like, oh shit, like this kid is like, is like, oh, right. He's ready to, you know, pop off right now. Like it was definitely like me just trying to figure out like, like, uh, programs and stuff like that. And like, I always been really into computers, so. There's a lot of producers out there, so, you know, like, just a few names to put it out there is like, one of the first that I, that I really remember is like, Tyler the, Tyler the producer. Like, this, the stuff that he produced for himself was, like, it just blew my mind. And the stuff that, I'm um, even Earl Sweatshirt produced, like, those are some of the, like, like the early influences and maybe like more mainstream, I guess, is like Metro Boomin'. like, it seemed like, like, uh, somebody could like be, could make a lot of money just like, you know, producing for the hottest, uh, you know, artists out there, just like, you know, going off with it. I started with, with my, with my, with my friends I grew up with at, uh, like, uh, that I've known since like elementary school. Like, uh, eventually we met so's, but our, uh, so's here, but we weren't making music and then kind of eventually led up into, into high school. And once we started to like figure that, okay, we could really, we could, we can make something serious out of this. We just, uh, we just kept riding and writing, and um those dudes are uh Saigo and just say sorry. They change their names a lot, but yeah. I promise you they're they're like very fucking good artists. I believe uh, uh I believe my friend uh Saigo there, he's from um uh New Mexico, but we all grew up here in Marana, he's or a Fucking Tucson act. He's a, yeah. he's a Tucson act <laughs> yeah. if yeah. I've ever seen one. I love that nigga. That's true, that's true. I mean, like we we all just grew up in like a little farm town basically and we'd just be making music here and there and like I'd say, over the past year, really is when it started um, with all of our music, and I'd say maybe like a year and a half ago, I met uh, Epic Norlin, and um, he hooked me up with um, with uh, Jimmy Coltrane and uh, trying to like sell some beats, and he was like one of the first people to support me. Big shout out to those guys out there, man! It's really what inspired me to just keep going because really, like this is an outlet for me, so I can just I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know, right. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I first started off on this uh, free program called uh, L.M.M.S. It's like some really like 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 off the off the beaten path program out there for making music, but it was free. So like I really I really liked it and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I just, you know, like tried to figure out the hi-hats and and, you know, all the instruments that went into it. And I, I looked and uh, I realized that this was really hard and there's got to be a re- like a better way to do this. And so you know, looking out there, you know, I, I saw you know, FL Studio or Fruity Loops is what you know a lot of people know from back in the day. Probably is, uh, it's just a really like user friendly type yeah. program. Yeah, and so basically, I I got the addition where you could record and you can be able to like make your own patterns and stuff. So, I was able to um make beats and also have my friends come over and record stuff if I had like a microphone or something like that to be able to plug in. So really like that's where it kind of like really started and eventually everyone started getting their own shit really like you know beefing up their uh setup and I-, I just been really mainly working off of fl studio right now just solely just cranking it out trying to like learn the ins and outs because you know th- there's a lot of stuff you can learn i mean it's mainly it's mainly all like mouse and keyboard learning like chords and stuff isn't that hard you could just plug that into like the 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 keyboard on screen so yeah It's nothing like you don't really need like some physical, but I have like a little um, Akai mini Mm MPC controller. It's, It's probably like a like a really popular one. It's nothing crazy, but it's a little mini keyboard and you can like plug shit out. Nice. But nothing too extravagant or nothing.
0: No, nah, fuck that. This nigga produces on a fucking sixty inch TV in front of his face and acts like his eyes aren't gonna melt out of his head.
2: Uh, we have like uh, upwards of over like thirty songs ready to come out here. That's ready to blow y'all minds. Like, I mean, it, it, it's sort of like a mix. Like, uh, like I think some of the, like the the more memorable tracks, I just make a beat right in front of them. We just crank out a beat right there and like, you know, there's been times where, you know, we could probably like sit in there for an hour and we'll be done with the song. Like uh, melody, dude. top to bottom, instruments, everything, shit. vocals, everything. Shit. There's like, this song called Rats that we made in June
0: and me and him and Sorry, I'm not going to say anything about them, but I took LSD and we sat in the fucking studio for like six hours and made one song and it's one of the best songs we ever fucking made. So we have a weird process.
2: But it's natural. It's not like, oh, we gotta do some business. We gotta, we gotta, oh, we gotta get in some, we gotta get into the studio with some people we don't know or, you know, some people we don't have any chemistry with. It's like, it's like hanging out. We just crank some crazy shit out. Um, I'd say the best way, uh, to find me is probably on Twitter. I'll I'll probably be on there the most. That's, um, boof mobile with three E's on the end. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to find Uh that that's uh, everything on Instagram and track train and all that. Like I- I'm on a bunch of stuff. Like you could probably find me. I'd say some of the like older websites, like beat stars. I'm not really on anymore, but um, yeah, if you could just find me on like social media, that'd probably be the best way. Yeah. Big shout out to so's here. Uh, big shout out to mankind. Uh, like th- this is genuinely uh, like a good, a good like uh, platform to be, uh, putting artists on and i appreciate this a lot um you, um shout out to just say sorry shout out to uh, saigo um shout out to epic norland and shout out to jimmy coltrane uh th- these are all the some dudes that really like led me to where i am right now
1: and thank you Boof mobile and so's for coming on the show today we had a magnificent time check those guys out on their socials and come catch them on friday december 20th at the dive bar at who's hot competition thrown by hard-earned cash shout out to him as well i want to shout out to everybody out there in tucson who's supporting local music and i want to thank you guys for listening to the mankind podcast we do what we can here we are the official podcast of tucson hip-hop We got a song coming up right now after the show by James Cypherface. So stay tuned right here on the Mankind Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.
3: Yeah, Cypherface and LG the Beat Detonator. What y'all know about that ox blood? I'm bringing it back to the essence, like a master, a legend. the rap with a vengeance, space god. I came down a path from the heavens, shooting the gift like Santa, blasting your presence. If your stage showing dope, son, I'm blasting your presence. Big fear like Saint Nicholas, you think you fly before like named Icarus? Deliver a strange syllabus, look like a superhero that became villainous. At my peak, man, chill. Sorry to bother you, like the key, Stanfield. My inner beast can't chill, connect like a list with supreme hand skills. When every word drops, you don't wanna see this like Bird Box. That fool you on op, you don't deserve props. The radio's active, I'm radioactive Just imagine dragons a breathing fire a rappers rap in your clan, I'm smashing We're murderous lines, every word is refined A versus is sublime, all circus line, person with pride, I murder my shine You rappers ain't saying nothing like you're rehearsing with mine It's time you start respecting the pros The ebb and the flow is the turn of the, the and I rock, Rappers get stuffed in a box Far past it is what you find in the blood of an ox Take it back to 87, get my crust on a block Microphones and the crust on a spot Blood of ox, Take it back to 87 get from rust on a block like- bones and the crust on a spot. Got the ill grammar on lock, looking like for a permitted to shoot like when a hammer is coshed. A rock, R from Oxnard to Korea. I got that soul like Anderson Pock. Catch me anywhere, everywhere. I cultivate dope, the cannabis crop. The game got a bunch of amateur pops, front MCs trying to take glamorous shots. Nice in this game, and my writings the same. My right the same. Ignite the flames, ice in my veins. Never sell my soul for the price of the fame. like is the chains that's needed. The need to gain the bleeding. Precise on my aim, believe it. Slicing your brain to pieces. And a sass your soul, dirty and grimy like a monks track. So dope, thugs raps should be sold in dubs. It's Cypher Face, you see the big C like a club's hat Give me any track, watch me crush that, trust that but Nothing you hear and only half of what you see Cause most of these rappers ain't even half of an MC You ask and shall perceive, I shout what I believe blood, that's what comes out, now watch me bleed I'm rough when I rock, rappers get stuffed in a box Raw passion is what you'll find in the blood of an ox Take it back to 87, get my rust on a block Microphones and the crust on a spot I'm rough when I rock Blood of an ox, take it back to
1: 87, get my rust on the block. Microphones and the crust on the spot. I drop every gram, bam, the gram on the jamming. You know my style. <laughs> down, down, down. I drop every gram, bam, by the gram on the jamming.